Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography, and we are on episode 29 of the podcast, which is awesome. And today I want to talk with you about rest, recovery, slowing down, and all of the horrible feelings that come with it, like guilt and shame, embarrassment, and why is that? So today we have a day off. It's Martin Luther King Day. It's about a million degrees below zero, and I'm home with my kids alone. So, um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so I, I had on Friday, I had a day. My son is home with me on Mondays and Fridays, and it was one of those days where I was like, I'm actually caught up. Like this is bananas. Like most of last week was a little bit slower than normal. And I'm one of those people that as things slow down, it's like, what can we add in to keep it full (laughs) for, and not a conscious decision, but just, you know, it's like, oh, now's a good time to like add in all the friend dates and now's a good time to like declutter and do all the things that I don't have time to do when my schedule is fuller because of the, you know, the ebb and flow of my work, photography work, especially. So I had last week where I was like, it's the first time ever that I'm like completely caught up. The house doesn't need a lot because we're pretty decluttered after moving and half the house we're not living in because it's completely gutted. (laughs) So it's, you know, I'm kind of embracing the situation of not having a ton of house to clean and I was caught up on laundry, which lasts five minutes, as we all know, and um, I've been caught up on photography editing. All of my coaching content stuff is up to date, and email, the inbox was to zero. Like It was this weird moment where I was like, I'm just kind of caught up. Like There's always stuff to do. I always have ideas brewing and things that I want to work on, and projects and all sorts of stuff. There's always something to do, but it was just this realization of like, I think I could actually just be still and feel okay about it. But how pathetic that you have to wait until there's like an end of a list to get to that point. Like my list was probably six months long and it shouldn't take six months to slow down. So that's why it kind of got me thinking. So Friday morning, I woke up and felt like this this super intense gratitude. I had an interesting week that started with um, feeling anxious that's been carrying over week to week since like November. And, um, you know, I'm in a place in my life to really examine my anxiety with curiosity and um, patience for the most part uh, and allow it to be to figure out why it's there. But nonetheless, like you don't... Like who wants to have anxiety day to day? So anyway, I started the week feeling a little anxious and then midweek, I feel like I had kind of this release. Um, and since then I've felt good. Like I've just felt good. And, uh, and then Friday I was like, I'm just, you know, there's kind of like a, a four day weekend. My daughter had, it was a two hour delay on Friday. So we had a nice slow morning, um, and then we had the weekend and then today we have our day off. So I was really looking forward to going into this weekend without a lot to do. So Friday morning I woke up feeling this crazy intense gratitude. Like anyone who is really in tune with their energy in their body will probably understand this. And if you're not, I might explain this and you'll be like, Oh, that's what that is. So I had this like 
feeling in my chest, like heart center, you know, that was just bursting. Like if, if visually, if you could see it, it was just like rays of sunshine coming out of my chest, like just crazy gratitude that nearly like bubbled up into my throat as like happy tears, you know, and over the smallest things, like looking at my son's face, I'm like, man, I love this kid. And, you know, seeing my daughter spin in circles in her uniform and like, it just happy. It was, I just felt so good. So we took my daughter to school and, um, we meeting my son and I, and I came home and I was like, we're just going to kind of like hang low today. Like I got into the recliner and had my book and we watched TV and I did the things I had to do, like empty the dishwasher and, um, probably did a load of laundry even though I didn't have to, I don't know. And, uh, and then as the day went on, I started, I remember at lunchtime I was making lunch and I started, I was feeling like kind of low, almost sad, like just like this, like Eeyore, you know, like do, 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 making my lunch. And I felt kind of low. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where is that? Like, where did that come from? especially after feeling so high this morning. And I realized that I think I have some limiting beliefs. And when I say I think, (laughs) I know that I have limiting beliefs around relaxing and being still. And while I don't know that I had a very conscious dialogue going on of you're being lazy, you should be doing something else, you're wasting time, you're going to lose momentum, you're going to fall into a rabbit hole of not wanting to do anything ever. Well, so I I don't know that I was like consciously aware of these thoughts, but they were absolutely a thought loop running through my mind during the day. And that is why I ended up feeling lower midday. And it's just so frustrating for me that I think so many of us function in that way that we don't allow ourselves to slow down, that there's so much guilt and shame and like, anyone who works from home or not, like, I feel like any of us have these moments. I feel like those of us that work from home probably have them more often, but I was talking with a friend and she was like, yeah, I had a day like that where I was just caught up and I just, I felt like I couldn't, I had stuff to do, but I felt like if I tried to do it, I would be unproductive because my energy just like wasn't there in that moment. And she's like, so I took, I took two hours to watch a movie and she's like, I felt so guilty and I, I and ashamed. Like I didn't want to tell my husband that I like took a little bit to just relax and watch a movie. And I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> I have the same. I feel like I, I I will tell you, I actually, when I take time during the day to just relax, like if I take the day like I did on Friday, I actually text my husband and say, I hope it's okay that I'm just going to relax today. I'll be sure that I get this much stuff done. And he has never, ever, ever said like honeydew list or you better have this done or how dare you. He's like, great. You deserve it. Enjoy it. Uh, And I, I feel like I need permission from somebody to be able to relax. It's just kind of weird. Like, does I'm so curious to know if anyone else goes through that. Um, So then I'm reading the book, uh, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. So if any of you who listen to this podcast and enjoy my podcast haven't read a Brene Brown book, I think that her books would really resonate with you. I believe her first one, um, oh my gosh, which, what's it called? Imperfections, something with the word imperfections with it. I can't, of course it's escaping me, but she has, her books are phenomenal and I love her books because 
she has a doctorate in studying shame and empathy and belonging. And so what I love about her writing is that a lot of personal development books, I feel like come from someone else's personal experience. Like if I write one, it's going to come from my personal experience. She writes from data and research. So there's like so much weight to it that is concrete and factual. And I think that's so cool. So, um, dare to lead is, is I think applicable to anybody's life. And she writes in a framework of like actually being a leader, um, and has examples of like actual CEOs and companies and things like that. But I think it's applicable in all parts of our life. So in one section of the book, this is on page 105, if anyone has the book and actually wants to, to look through it. Oh, here it is, The Gifts of Imperfection. That's her first book. It's written on this page. Um, she goes through the different types of faults in leadership and how society really like falls into this type of leadership and why it's an issue. And this section, she, the, it's titled Rewarding Exhaustion as a Status Symbol and Attaching Productivity to Self-Worth. And I read that subtitle to the section and I'm like, whoa. And I know, like I've talked about this in other ways, like the badge of honor for exhausted mom. But isn't, I mean, this is not just applied to like the mom who does it all. This is applied to everybody that there's truly a reward for being exhausted. So she says, when worthiness is a function of productivity, we lose the ability to pump the brakes. The idea of doing something doesn't add to the bottom line or that doesn't add to the bottom line provokes stress and anxiety. It feels completely contrary to what we believe we want to achieve in life. We convince ourselves that downtime, like playing with our kids, hanging with our partners, napping, tooling around in the garage, or going for a run is a waste of precious time. Why sleep when you can work? Um, And then the next section, she goes into modeling as a leader, how to support rest, play, and recovery. Um, And I read that section and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just, it really, really resonated with me that, um, how many of you, like your, your kids are like, mommy, will you play with me? And I've talked about this in other episodes, but you know, like mommy, will you play with me? And you're like, honey, in a minute I have to answer this email or, you know, I really have to fold this load of laundry or I have to get to the dishwasher. I need to start dinner. I have to vacuum. I don't, it's just like, I don't have time because I have to do this other stuff. And then we never get around to playing with our kids because it's seen as a waste of time or to, um, take the time, to take a nap. Oh my gosh. How many people, if you say to someone like I took a nap today, you say it with your tail between your legs and you hang your head a little lower. You never say it. And some people might be like, not me. I'm like proud to take a nap. So, um, you keep doing that and let us learn from you. <laughs> uh, but it is, there's like this funny shame. And it's not funny at all. Uh, There's just so much shame around the rest and recovery that is so necessary in our lives. And um, I think I just, I really want to pay more attention to this. And I really designed my life each year. I've I've made um, more of an effort to be very mindful, to live in alignment with um, having work that's fulfilling and, uh, you know, meets my creativity needs, my financial needs and 
profit and all of that, but to also be aligned in having the ability to rest and recover. And, uh, I don't know that I've done that great of a job in the past few years. I've, I'm a million times better than I was three years ago. Um, I wore that badge of honor of exhaustion, real big and proud. I, um, I would say things like I'll sleep when I'm dead. People would be like, how do you get so much done? And I was burning myself out hardcore and I wore the badge proudly. And I think it's a shame to say the least that our society rewards people for being burned out. Like it, it, it's really just devastating to me that, um, you know, I was walking around, losing weight, tired, clearly working too much, um, ha- like going to photo shoots, like having my son on my hip. I remember there was a session, just a quick um, session I did where I literally just had him on my hip because I, I, I don't know if I didn't have a sitter. It was just like, qu- I don't know. And it's like, how, oh my gosh. And then instead of it being like, Aaron, it's clear that this isn't a good time for you we can find someone else or, or just saying like, be sure you go home and sit down. And it, I don't want to see these pictures for at least two weeks or whatever. Instead, it's like, look at you. You're amazing. Look at you working and being a mom at the same time. It's like this, this round of applause. And it's not that, you know, when I say that it's not someone else's responsibility to tell me how to slow down. It's my responsibility. But as a society as a whole, it's a shame that we're rewarding the burnout. It really is. So I'm going to challenge you this week to slow down. I want you to take time to sit and read a book. I want you to take a nap. I want you to put your phone away, put your work away. Don't check emails and schedule a night in with your spouse to cuddle and watch a movie. Um, I want you to know that the to-do list will always be there. The laundry is always going to need to be done. Vacuuming is going to be need to be done. All the stuff. There's always stuff. But know that your self-worth is not attached to those to, to-do list items. That is not where your self-worth lies. And working yourself into exhaustion is not a way to, to be worthy. And give yourself acknowledgments and and kudos for realizing like, I, I know that if I take an hour to nap, I'm going to, I'm going to nail my to-do list later today because that's what it's going to serve my energy in this moment. I know that if I take this weekend to have more than one PJ day and to take time to read my book and lay around with my kids and watch movies and, all of that, that I can like plow through this week with so much energy and excitement to be able to do it all because I've honored my energy and I've allowed myself to rest and recover to fill my cup so I don't experience burnout. It's, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. Take baths this week, lay down, get on the floor and play with your kids, do something to rest and recover and then do it again next week. And again and again, because I think that is the key to shifting how we serve our energy and how we're going to find productivity in the long haul. And we need to change the story 
in how we reward ourselves and each other and how we get things done. So happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy Monday. I hope that everyone enjoys their week and finds the space to slow down. Uh, If you need to, get an accountability partner. What that is, is finding someone you know is going to check in with you and be like, have you taken your nap this week? You told me you would. Go do it now. So um, find a way to do it. Let me know what you did this week. Send me a message. DM me on Instagram. Um, join my Same Boat Huddle group. So uh, Same Boat Huddle on Facebook. So it's um, facebook.com slash groups slash Same Boat Huddle. For Instagram, I uh, have kind of switch things up or I guess not really because it's all been there, but I am um, keeping my photography and coaching work for now in two separate places. My Instagram stories will always hold personal stuff because I'm a real human and I like to show that. Um, so my photography Instagram is at photog Aaron J. So there is where I'll share my professional photography work and all of that. Um, and my, I often take personal, professional pictures and share um, a lot of life insight through what I see in my photography because that's what photography does for me. So it's a really cool place to still um, see and hear some personal development um, life stuff. And then my coaching Instagram is at Aaron underscore Joyce underscore. So there is where um, I'll share a lot more of my coaching journey, personal development, uh, woo-woo stuff, like all that fun stuff will be over there on that Instagram. So feel free to follow either. Um, And of course, you can uh, visit my website, ejoycephotography.com. That's photography stuff. And there's a coaching drop down too. Um, and also a place to contact me through email. And I think that's it. So anyone who's on the East coast and listening to this today, stay warm and treat others the way you want to be treated. Go out there, rest, recover, and treat yourselves and your energy the way it needs to be treated as well. Have a good one. 